This is the Career Insights Podcast, brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland Careers and Employability Team. Hello and welcome to another episode of Career Insights, where it is all about how to develop your professional identity, engage with industry and build experience, strengthen your confidence in career planning and become the most employable you can be. I'm Jennifer Luke, careers and employability educator and researcher with the University of Southern Queensland. Engaging in community work and building experience, that's the focus on today's episode and our special guest will be sharing insights on the importance of being proactive, community building and expanding your industry networks via work experience, whether it's paid or volunteer. An experienced registered nurse, nurse educator and current lecturer and employability lead within USQ's School of Nursing, I'd like to welcome Tracy Tullinus. Welcome, Tracy. It's fantastic to have you join us. Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks for having me here today. Well, it is really great to have you, Tracy. And the fact that you've got so much experience within nursing and healthcare. I'd really love to start off with getting a bit of an overview of your current, and I'm going to say roles at USQ, but maybe also outside of USQ. Yeah, sure, Jennifer. Um, So currently I work as a lecturer in the School of Nursing. So my roles mean that I work with students in a variety of subjects, which is great. Down in the labs where I love it, you know, doing hands-on and also in third year where our students are just about to transition out into the workforce. And this goes really nicely with the role that I do for employability because um, setting students up to be able to be their most employable, to have that skill set, those last final little polishing touches um, is really important. And so, yeah, I do a couple of different roles in the school, but um, those are what I'm currently in at the moment. And it's so important, as you were saying there, is that it's that teaching, but also it's building that capacity, that employability uh, with your students. And what I'd love to know is that all of your experience within that healthcare, and I'm going to say in community as well, because nursing is so much community focused, is before USQ and, and even now, what were some of the influences that led you to wanting to uh, become a registered nurse? Mm. Yeah, that's a really good question. And and I guess, can I just say, like, in my experience, I have worked in acute areas, but I've also spent a lot of time working in community. Mm. I was a paediatric community health nurse, um, and I also did nurse educating role across a lot of community health teams. And I guess, um, talking about influences, what I noticed was that nursing has really shifted in the 34 years I've been working from a lot of acute focus to those other areas, to primary health care, to community, etc. So I guess some of the influences were the people that I met along the way. So people that I worked with who were very proactive in looking at, you know, where nursing is going and the direction of nursing and responding to the changes in healthcare. You know, chronic conditions we talk about all the time, but knowing that most of the time we don't see our patients for very long in the hospital. We see them when they're out in their homes. And I was really privileged to go and work with a lot of patients and their families in their homes. And they let you in and it's a very vulnerable thing for them to do. So I guess some of the influences I saw were nurses who were great at making people feel at ease no matter where they met them. 
and and making them feel like we could be a part of their lives in some way. So, yeah, lots of different people I met along the way. And thank you, Tracy. That's really interesting. And the fact that you highlighted that it is very community focused and very people centric. It's those individuals, but also, as you said, being a part of the family, being accepted um, into that inner circle, uh, because within nursing or anything within healthcare, it's very, it's very personal and Mm. connecting in. And what you mentioned there, what I'd probably ask then is, and we do get a lot of students who are asking about potentially entering into nursing. So, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of those prospective students. And when it comes to nursing and becoming an RN, so becoming a registered nurse, what are some of the industries out there? And I know you've mentioned the community sector, but mm-hmm. what are some of the industries out there where you know that they need uh, RNs, they need people with that nursing background? Look, I think it's changing a lot, nursing. I think COVID is showing us that nurses need to be wherever the problems are these days and wherever the health issues are. So primary health care I mentioned before is very pivotal. And what this could mean is things like not only community health centres, but GP clinics uh, being in. I, I was working or talking with some nurses the other day who run a medical and nursing service for home, homeless people in the city. So it's about that primary health care. It's about going into places where people need us, into communities where people need us. So aged care is another prime one. We've got an ageing uh, population. Yes. We all know that. That's nothing new but we need really good registered nurses in that space, particularly to make sure that the care we're providing there is is spot on for our residents. So I think there's a lot of opportunities. I think people need to be a little bit um, open with what they're thinking about where nursing might be their strength because it doesn't have to be within the walls of a hospital. And that's a very good point. And what you mentioned there uh, about being aware of where the need is and that it is changing. And it's very interesting that you brought up uh, with COVID is that that has highlighted um, not just with mental health, but just physical health in general. Uh, What I'd probably ask then is that the top industry sector for employment is within healthcare and social assistance. And it's not just here in Australia, it's global. Have you seen that as increasing an interest in people wanting to get into healthcare and and in particularly nursing? Yeah, definitely. I think there's a little bit of, uh, at the moment, people feel like they could really make a difference and they feel like they could really impact. Mm. And I think, you know, part of wanting to be a nurse is you do want to really make a difference to people. So, yes, there's definitely been an increase in interest. Um, It's not always glamorous. You know, I think some people need to have a realistic view of nursing. That's a good not point. Always, <laughs> not always the most glamorous of jobs. Um, but certainly there's so many opportunities and I think healthcare is just going to continue to grow as we go. And the roles of the nurse constantly expanding, constantly changing. You know, what we did 30 years ago when I started is nowhere near our scope of practice now. So I think that's another reason why it could be really interesting for people is because um, your role today is going to look very different from your role in 20 years' time. And that's pretty exciting, I reckon, in a career. It definitely is. And it's very much about having that uh, ability to be open to changes and opportunity. And 
it probably leads into the next question uh, that I'll ask you, Tracy, is with nursing, I know that it's very much there is so much uh, skill that you need to learn that's very technical, very discipline-based uh, mm-hmm. to become a registered nurse. But if you put aside the actual uh, health skills like the nursing skills, what are some of those transferable skills? So, you know, those skills that you need to have as a nurse. And I know you've mentioned about, you know, having that community focus, but right. what would be some of the other skills that you can see that, you know, no matter how good that you are in learning about uh, to become a nurse, it's those other skills that you need. Um, what would be some of the ones that you would say to students you need to be aware? Yeah, look, and look, I know probably people say this all the time, but being adaptable and mm. being flexible are top up my list of this and the reason why is I was chatting to a colleague down in um, uh, community health at Logan now within an hour they had to drop what they were doing in their service and set up a COVID testing clinic now you need to be able to know who your resources are you need to be able to think about well how might I do this in a different setting how do I get the staff who are skilled so if you're adaptable and you can be flexible within any position that you hold, then that is a really good transferable skill across into nursing. And thank yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, the other thing is, and I know we talk about this all the time, but the skill of communicating with a whole bunch of different people. So you need to change, adapt, respond to the person in front of you. There's no cookie cutter way that we present our nursing care. Mm. So being flexible and adaptable, but be also being able to communicate, being really able to listen to what that patient in front of you needs is a huge skill. And that can be developed in a lot of different industries that can be transferable across into nursing. And that's a very good point too. It's in, and again, that is that transferable uh, skills. And what I'd probably then ask is that with all of that is the importance of networking uh, to build opportunities, do you see that as being also very relatable within nursing and healthcare? Definitely, definitely. I mean, it's a very it's a very much career focus where we have colleagues, we seek advice from each other, we support each other. So having those networks are really important. But the networks offer you opportunities into thinking about other areas of nursing that maybe you didn't consider. So they broaden your view as well um, as providing perhaps support for where you are at the moment. So, yeah, definitely. um, But can I also say, Jennifer, Mm -hmm. just because you might not have nursing networks to start with doesn't mean you can't get into nursing, doesn't mean you can't be very successful. But I would always suggest develop your networks as you go because I know for myself, I've had lots of opportunities that I've been really fortunate that have come my way, but it's because of people I did know. They knew my skills, they knew my um, ability, my personal attributes, and they knew that I was hard work or whatever. And so I've had people through networks say, hey, have you considered this? Or maybe we could try you for this position and, and, you know, because I think you could bring X, Y and Z to it. So I think there's a lot to be said for developing networks before but that's not always essential uh, to sort of get you into nursing. No, and again, that's a very good point, Tracy. And I'd probably then lead into with those networks, as you said, you know, if you can do it before, but definitely um, afterwards and, and ongoing, is yeah. 
within nursing, it is one of those areas that when you're studying, you do uh, practical work, you do prac work. And yep. I know in nursing, you do a number of pracs. In terms of networking, what would you be suggesting to students, even on their very first prac, is that what do they need to be aware of to open up potential opportunities, even just to connect in with people? Yeah, this is really important because I've actually had students say to me that they've gotten, um, say, assistance in nursing jobs after their first prac because mm. they networked with people, they made themselves um, part of the team, they showed an interest, they asked lots of questions, um, they were enthusiastic, all of those sorts of things. So even the very first second you step foot into your placement, treat it like a job interview, treat it like um, these are people that I could potentially be working with uh, as a colleague, which I would love. Mm. So what can I bring to this and also what can I can I get from this experience by talking to them, getting to know them, getting to hear their experiences? So for me, that means putting your best foot forward every time. So wanting to be there. And this is really important because even if it's in an area that perhaps you don't really have an interest in, it doesn't mean you can't learn a lot and you can't meet amazing people. So put your whole heart and soul into it. Be prepared and, and try and make the most out of every experience. And every nurse you meet has something to offer. They might not always be the same things you would want to do yourself, but they always have something to offer. And that is, again, a very good point. And the fact that, and because I'm focusing particularly on nursing for this mm. conversation, but I know that it translates across to a lot of other areas too. Uh, but with that prac work, as you mentioned, is that it might not be a particular area that you're wanting to build a career within. And I know within nursing, you go into a number of different areas for your prac work. Is It's about looking at what you can learn and who you can connect in with, with that. And I'd probably ask then, as well as uh, prac work, what is your views on uh, if you're studying and it doesn't just have to be nursing, it could be engineering, it could be mm. within science, education, the value of doing additional volunteer work. Mm. Uh, what do you uh, believe uh, volunteer work can do for somebody in, in building on their career opportunities? I think volunteering is amazing because it shows for starters that you're interested, it shows you have commitment, um, and it also gives you an opportunity to develop your own skills. And maybe it's just developing your communication. It might be developing confidence to sort of talk to a lot of different people, for example, depending on what you end up doing. So I think volunteering is pivotal. And sometimes volunteering can lead to paid positions um, in an area that you really enjoy because they see you, they, they think you're part of their team. And if a position comes up, you may be able to apply for that. So and, and the other thing is, too, is when we, um, excuse me, um, when I was a graduate recruit, recruiter, we used to look at things like not just paid employment, but what else did this person do? It shows you're well-rounded and it shows that you've got a lot to offer. So very important, not just nursing as well. And with all of that, uh, whether it's a graduate opportunity or it's a volunteer opportunity, where can students begin to seek these out? So focusing particularly on nursing is that if you had a nursing student uh, talk to you about 
where can I pick up some additional experience? Where would be some of the areas that um, you would suggest for them to start looking at or connecting in with someone? Yeah, we've got some um, opportunities in our own uh, school. So we have in our Bachelor of Nursing Community Study Desk, we have careers and opportunity um, sections there that, that the students are uh, they're advised about, but we always like to tell them again that they're there. The other thing is to is connecting with industry. So we have opportunities through, um, you know, for example, graduate recruitment days and all of that sort of thing that we offer within school. But I would also encourage students to reach out to the industry areas that they're interested in. Ask the questions when you're on placement. If you know that they might have some volunteer positions, ask who you might talk to about that. Go to things like the industry um, open days, like where I work down here at Ipswich, we have our West Morton um, Health Service, and they'll have open days. Go along, talk to the staff, take those opportunities. Um, you can do more formal things like apply for jobs, uh, you know, Queensland Health, etc. but it's also the incidental things that come up. If you're talking to someone who's from that area, find out more information you know, be able to sort of uh, go, well, where might I go to find more about that? Who could I talk to? So there's lots of different ways students can get information. And with what you were saying there, it really is about uh, understanding that you have to put yourself forward, let people see what you're interested in and that you're keen, but also reaching out and looking, as you said, don't just rely on a government graduate program is that there's so many opportunities out there and I do love the fact that even though I had community in the title of this episode I suspected it was going to pop up with what you were talking about and I would probably just uh, say just to come back around from where we started is that community focus uh, and you've highlighted how important that is is mm. that Looking at the community focus, if you were describing that to a student or a class of uh, first-year nursing students, what would you say to them to explain why it's so important to connect in with community? I think because it's actually a career you're talking about in nursing. Mm. It's not just a job, and I think that's probably why, because your career can take you a lot of different places and, and have you go into a lot of different experiences. So I think that community, I think the nursing community itself is one thing. And then, of course, you broaden that to where you perhaps live or, or even the wider community of health. Mm. So I think it's about being open to that and also um, just exploring yeah, you're exploring your options and it, and it makes it um, that you're not going to be a narrow, focused person either. You can you can take opportunities then when they come up. Hopefully I answered what you yes. wanted there. No, defi no, definitely. <laughs> no, because what it's, it's sounding exactly like being adaptable. It's having that adaptability. And, yeah. look, Tracy, what I would finish off with is finally – what would be your final words or advice? And we have really covered it, but if you had to put it into a nutshell, uh, to anyone who was building their career and about being employable, and so this can be nurses, but it could be any student, mm -hmm. what would be your final words or advice to them in, okay, this is what you need to do, the first steps? Yeah, I think my final thing and what's gotten me in a lot of different places is 
saying yes to opportunities. So don't be afraid, and this would be my advice, don't be afraid to put yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit and try something because I think that way you will not only stretch your own abilities and your skills and your knowledge and all of that, but you might find yourself in amazing places where you didn't expect to be. So I think that's probably what I'd ended on, Jennifer. Yes. Um, get out of your comfort zone a bit. Say yes. Thank you so much, Tracy. That was a perfect way to finish off uh, for this episode. So I would just like to provide a huge thank you to registered nurse and lecturer Tracy Tullinus for joining us today and generously sharing her insights. Career Insights is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland Careers and Employability Team and is produced by USQ Creative Arts student Byron Quayle.